Welcome to episode number nine of Chef's Dream, the 13-part podcast which gives you a glimpse into daily life at Scaffa, the School of Culinary and Finishing Arts in Dubai. If this is the first time you're tuning in, you may want to start right from the beginning so you can meet all the people involved in our story. I'm Ray Addison, a graduate of the school's professional kitchen course, and throughout this series I'll be revealing what life is really like for students at the largest vocational culinary institute in the Middle East and South Asia. Coming up, Freyana reveals how cooking for others drives her passion to achieve. I think uh, that is the real satisfaction that everybody looks for. You, you want to be appreciated. Chef Francisco gives the lowdown on Scaffa's involvement in the latest industry trend, cloud kitchens. What's very good for us is that it shows us where the industry is going. Today, it's easier to get a good paying job in a cloud kitchen than in a hotel in Dubai. And former student Amna explains why she turned her back on accountancy for a career in pastry. My professional career was totally different. I was uh, uh, going to be an accountant. A lot of accountants end up becoming chefs yeah, for some reason. Because it's very boring. <laughs> Now, in week nine, the pro kitchen students continue to focus on baking, getting valuable experience in a vital area which helps to make them well-rounded chefs. Here's culinary instructor Chef Francisco Araya. In nine, we're going to focus on, on, on pastries. Yep, so we're going to focus on two sides. We're going to focus on the tarts, on different pâtés. Yep, and the stuffing for those pâtés. And as a... As a, as a um, just to finish up, we're going to concentrate on meringues also. So the students will learn how to make French, Italian and Swiss meringue. They will learn how to make custards to stuff the starts. And they're going to learn different uh, pâtés that will allow them to make tarts, to make biscuits, to make crumbles uh, and everything that goes with it. Hmm? They'll need to understand uh, that to make a good tart, you don't start from the tart, you start from the stuffing. The, at the end, the texture, consistency, and liquidity of that uh, stuffing will determine the kind of pate that you're going to use. And we try to take it in that way. There's no, there's, there shouldn't be by the end of that week that the student says, okay, if I'm going to do pastry cream, I'll use specifically this base because you can change it and play around it. Mm. Time now to introduce you to another new student. Freyana is from India. During the COVID-19 lockdowns in her country, she launched a new healthy food and drink business called Fab by Frey. She's now hoping to take that to the next level with her professional training. Hi, my name is Freyana. Uh, I'm 23 and I'm at SCAFA because during COVID, when a lot of things went haywire, I started um, baking back home and uh, started making a lot of uh, dessert and savory, healthy things because that's what everybody was looking for. And um, until before that, I never even made tea for myself. But, you know, doing this, I discovered <laughs> how much I like it. And uh, at the end of the day, the satisfaction that you get when somebody likes what you are making, I think uh, that is that real satisfaction that everybody looks for. Whether it's a normal job they're doing or whether it's anything, you, you want to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, you want to be appreciated when you like what you are doing. You know, you come across so many people in life who are just doing things because they want to do it. They don't even like it. But um, I think uh, culinary and cooking or baking is something where you feel happy. 
when somebody likes something and when they don't you have something to learn from them so i have come to scafa to hone those skills to give them a finishing you know because uh, no matter how good a baker or a chef you are this is a line of endless learning there's so much to learn and most importantly there's so much to learn from each other because the kind of cultural diversity at scafa has uh, so much to offer were you working just before the lockdown were you in a different career path so, or what uh, yeah i used so i yeah, i used to work for a travel agency i worked there for barely 3 months i used to sit in front of a computer from 9 to 5 9 to 7 9 to 9 sometimes and i used to feel exhausted and i used to feel like is this what i really want to do all my life yeah but i used to sit there and i used to realize by the time i leave and i go home it's time to come back here the next morning and what are you even learning out of it nothing you're just confined to a desk it's like you're a robot you've been assigned what you have to do and you just have to go on so i quit that job and then covid happened and i don't even know how i started baking or how i started doing it i don't think i can go back to that kind of a job now yeah i was going to ask so where, where do you think this will lead you then where will it take you so a lot of people ask me now that i'm even here what's happening to my business back home i i'm just uh, i get disappointed sometimes that i feel like uh, you know i have left something very big behind because uh, i'm still getting calls about whether the tea blends are still available whether i'm still delivering ice cream because it's summer there so you know everybody's asking me about when i'm going to come back and the only thing i tell them is uh, i think and now you're going to have to come here and some day you're going to be sitting somewhere and you like what you have and then you know I'm the one who's made it how much will what you're offering to the public be influenced by what you've learned here at Scafa so at Scafa um i have learned uh, their technique you know all of us um if you're a chef or if you want to be a chef you know that the magic is in your hands but you need to know how to use it you need to know the right way to do it you know uh, back when we i used to bake at home because i was no professional everything was eyeballed and done the wing scale was barely used it was just used when i had to measure my ice creams and send them out to make sure it's the right way so scafa has taught me precision you know the customer is placing their trust in you and it is your job and it is your duty to make sure that whatever they're asking for is clean hygienic cooked well prepared well and scafa has taught us a lot of things when it comes to precision in work most importantly time management and how one person needs to multitask now increasingly when you order food from one of your favorite restaurants for delivery it's not actually being made on site it's being cooked at secondary locations known as cloud or dark kitchens these venues often feature dozens of chefs preparing dishes for multiple brands Their success has led to the launch of thousands of new takeaway businesses and created amazing opportunities for students entering the industry. Chef Francisco explains how Scafa got involved in this trend. You know, I remember some years ago, I was in vacation or something, and uh, uh, I remember uh, somebody sent me a email. Can we rent this kitchen for this amount of time? And it was like six months or something. And I said, Yeah, of course we can rent it. So I came back from my vacations, right? 
and I find all these weird people in, you know, in my premises. <laughs> so uh, a guy I like very much, Daniel, uh, he's the a corporate chef and CEO of Sweetheart Kitchens. And I see people working here, and I, ask, and I start trying try to find out what do you guys do, you know? And listening, but not really listening. Because I, it was a business completely different that what we are, what we do, and so on. But I, so I, I recorded that, you know, there's a change in the industry. The industry is changing, and, and as a cook, and especially as a dairy educator, right? Because you need to prepare kids to join the industry. So industry change, you know, the delivery became very, very relevant. So we said, you know, we have this stock capacity, we have the, the menu creation capacity, because we've done it extensively, extensively, extensively. And uh, so let's say, let's do it. The stoves are there, the ovens are there. You, you know, you get staff, you train them properly, you do recipes by ingredients, and you make it run. Make it run is exactly what they did. At the time we were talking, Scaffer had six menu concepts with plans to expand massively. We have a Masala Club that is a South Asian food. We're in Dubai, you know, the biggest population will be uh, Indian, Pakistani, uh, Nepali, Bangladeshi, that they're gonna share a lot of the flavors. Locals also, when you look at their rices, they're not much different with the biryani, so it's a lot of flavors that people know. We have uh, a concept that is called pasta presto, Italian. You know, if you go anywhere in JLT or in Dubai, you're gonna find lots of Italian places, you know, very popular food in the world. Uh, we have uh, salt beef on rye, we developed first in Dubai and then we did it in Pakistan quite successfully the salt beef as a product of one of our restaurants. And it has a big demand. So we, we selected a, a product that we know how to do and we added a lot of things. And today you have like eight, 10 sandwiches. A couple of them have the salt beef and whatever you have around sandwiches. So you have pickles, you have different kinds of fries, you know, and those kind of things. We have Scafe Bistro that we've always had a restaurant here in the school that takes, you know, sort of the best dishes of all the batches and so on, so we also have it. Uh, we have a concept called uh, Bozaras, thinking of healthy food, mixing different, different ingredients and trying to accomplish a healthy but full of flavor food. Uh, we have a sushi concept because, you know, this country, is, it's about sushi. Mm. You can see, you know, uh, best restaurants today in Dubai. If, if, if some students ask me what's the best restaurant in Dubai, I made the list and realized that, I don't know, five, six are Asian. So you go to Suma, you're gonna get rolls. You go to Koya, you're also gonna have rolls. You go to Three Fills, you're gonna have rolls. You're gonna go to Goldfish, you're gonna get rolls. So there's a, there's a big market. And uh, in Dubai, from a, from, a, from a family perspective, right, you're gonna have a lot of more Western side families with a big influence also from South Asia. But when you look at the, at the bachelor side, you, then you start seeing a lot of people or who come to the West or who are trained in the West. And where sushi, is, it's quite relevant. So I think we're, we're meeting and we're hitting, you know, good markets. I believe that to be very successful, you know, in this industry, you need to be able to have 24, 26 menus that are interconnected. And that's the, that's the, the interesting side of, of the cloud kitchens, right? So if I have 20 concepts, I don't have to create 80 desserts. You know, I need to create 10. And I just put six in one, six in the other, and I just mix them and so on, and it becomes efficient. And it becomes so efficient that I can have a restaurant of only desserts. You know, a concept is called just desserts. Trademarked. 
just desserts. Hmm? Yeah? And you do just desserts and you serve the same restaurant that you're selling in, any con in every concept in one brand. So it, it's, it's a very different way of looking at the business. So how does Chef Francisco feel about this new development in the industry? And how has it changed how chefs need to think? I love it. I love it learning. Uh, uh, and also what makes what's very good for us is that it shows us where the industry is going. Today, it's easier to get a good paying job in a cloud kitchen than in a hotel in Dubai. So uh, uh, this has allowed us, you know, to start teaching our students how does it work, why does it work, you know, uh, uh, what are the bases, uh, where you need to concentrate. You know, if you concentrate on the food, you'll never make it. You'll never make it. If you, you just guess on the food, food, food. This is a, it's like a, Sagam, I'll steal his quote. This is like a video game. You know, uh, I don't know, old people. I remember playing Age of Empires. Have you ever played Age of Empires, right? So you had to keep an eye on, on your construction, on your farmers, on your army. This is like this. So you need to, to control on your food, you need to control on your cost, in your aggregator, in your customer, in your social media, in your reviews, in your posts. So it's a, you need a huge spreadsheet, sort of, you know, to be able to, to make a living out of it. So it's a, it's a very good learning exercise. And it's very good for us because we'll be going to be able to teach our students. Scaffer's Cloud Kitchen offers current and former students the chance to work alongside professional chefs and get some real-world experience of this booming sector. We, we offer the students, you know, a job, a possibility of a job with us or a possibility of an internship. So they get, you know, up and ready to join the industry. But more relevant is, is, is I think that I receive more calls of people wanting people for jobs than the amount of students that I have for jobs. It's good, and there's going to be a lot of opportunities for our students. If you've been tuning into this podcast since episode one, you'll have heard many examples of students who chose to completely change their careers and retrain for a life in the kitchen. That's what happened to Amna, as she explains. Well, uh, it's a funny story because my, um, uh, my professional career was totally different. I was uh, uh, going to be an accountant. I was actually studying uh, my ACCA. And then I just deviated from it and I ended up in SCAFA. SCAFA opened up uh, in Lahore. And as soon as, as soon as I read it, and I was like, I need to sign up for this. And I did. And um, yeah, I ended up there. A lot of accountants end up becoming chefs yeah, for some it's reason. very boring. <laughs> it's very tedious. It's all numbers. And cooking is a lot of fun, so of course. Amna studied for six months at SCAFA, first completing the pro kitchen course and then the pro finishing. Amna admits that at times she found it tough, but she believes you can make it if you have the drive to succeed. If you don't have the passion for it, um, you, you you can't do it otherwise because it's it's long hours, you have to stand all day, it's all physical, um, you get what I'm saying. But yeah, it's been honestly been five years, I think now, five, six years, and I still remember pretty much all of it. Um, it was, yeah, it was a great time. Um, I learned a lot. Uh, it was a lot of working under pressure. It was, it was amazing. How much did it end up influencing your, your cooking and, and, and your approach to, to, to be food? honest, the, the teachers over there, um, they really inspired me, their stories, um, uh, the restaurants they worked in, you know, it was like, um, 
I was sure that this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. The adrenaline rush that you get in working in the kitchen, I'm sure you get it. Interesting ingredients that you uh, end up working with. You know, I, I, I used to get very excited um, to work with, like, for example, with siphon guns, with smoke guns, with this uh, sous vide machines, the, the rational oven. So it was, all, yeah, that was really interesting. When you completed the six months, did you kind of like, did you feel like you knew what you wanted to do and where you wanted to go with your career? Were you kind of like equipped and, and ready? I wouldn't say that after the three months, I was completely ready. But after the six months, after the pro finishing program, where, you know, you have the hands-on um, experience, where you get to serve the live customers, you build your own menu, um, you know, you handle everything, you do the costing and pricing and everything. After that, I was confident that I can either start up my own thing or work for another restaurant. After leaving Scaffa, Amna worked for six months at a cafe in Pakistan to get some real-world experience. Then, wanting an international move, she contacted Scaffa in Dubai to see if they could help her with a UAE placement. They went one better and asked her to head up a team of current and former students at the Dubai Food Festival, where she met and cooked in front of a number of celebrity chefs. It was two weeks into the festival where this chef came in for a demonstration. Um, he was already the culinary director in, in a restaurant in Dubai known as Galleries Zafayat. He came in with his team to give a demonstration, a recipe demonstration. I was helping him out with ingredients and everything on stage. And I guess he just uh, saw um, the team working with him and everything. At the end of his cook, he asked us to give our cards or CVs or whatever. And I emailed him with my CV. And I think the next day, uh, I got a call for interview. I went in for the interview and um, it happened and I landed a job there. I started as a commie in Galleries Lafayette, then I went up to become the demi-chef and then chef de party. After three years working her way up the brigade at Galleries Lafayette, Amna received an offer she couldn't refuse. I got an offer for a sous chef at this uh, restaurant called Expectation. It's in Dubai. They were opening up a branch in my home country, which is Pakistan, and my city, Lahore. And I got a couple of interviews, I did a few trials and everything, and I ended up, um, you know, landing a job there. The training was done um, in Dubai and everything, and they uh, basically had to take the team from there to Lahore. And I decided to obviously go back my home country with this opportunity. Unfortunately, due to the outbreak of the coronavirus, the restaurant's launch was delayed by a year. While Amna waited, life carried on and she actually got married and moved to the UK where she is today. I just came here two, three months ago. And when I came here, everything was in lockdown, restaurants were closed and everything was completely shut. So there was nothing I could do really anyway. And just now, two, three days ago, the rest restaurants have opened again. I now I'll see, uh, you know, what, what's out there and what I can do, maybe do something of my own or apply for a, rest, uh, for a restaurant job. Uh, but I definitely know that I'm going to do something I'm, uh, in this field, obviously. Have you found through applying for jobs so over the years and so on that the school and the qualification that you get there is actually industry respected with the city and guilds? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, they definitely see where you have work from. And uh, for example, when I applied in Lafayette, uh, Chef Russell, who was the culinary director, 
definitely knew about Scafa. He had been to Scafa a couple of times uh, to visit the premises and uh, you know have a look around at the school. Obviously, if you're in, in Dubai, then uh, a lot of people will know about Scafa. But then again, City and Gales, if you do that, uh, it's recognized worldwide. So uh, it's, you know, it's got you covered um, on, on both sides. We've almost run out of time on this episode of Chef's Dream. But before we go, let's catch up with Lara. You'll remember that she'd been running her own catering business, but wanted to learn new skills, and it seems to have worked. Lara told me that throughout the course, she's grown in confidence. So, uh, honestly, uh, I see the benefits here every day because uh, luckily for me, I miss the first two weeks, so I get to be here from morning. And uh, whenever I have time in between my two uh, batches, which is the 9 to 2 and the 2.30 to 7, I've been baking a lot of bread. And and uh, I have realized that, uh, you know, I've been getting a lot of feedback from students here, which has been great, right? Because that's when you actually know where you're going wrong or if you're doing something right or if you're kind of, you know, or where you need to kind of polish your skills. Yeah. It's great getting feedback from your fellow students, but what about the teachers? How does she feel nine weeks in when she's facing an assessment? I think, uh, you know, by now, because I've, I'm already in week nine, the assessment is just like any other day in the kitchen where you've got to give your best and you've got to, you know, just try and create the best you can to the best of your ability. And I, I seriously believe that if I get better every week than what I was the previous week, that's my competition, you know. I just have to keep upping my level, yeah, that's it. Next time on Chef's Dream, we meet a trainee chef who's already been promised her own TV show. I'm actually starting a TV show when I get back to Kenya. Yeah, so uh, I would love to stay back here, but too bad because my show starts at August. So August I'm done and I go back to start the show. Learn how Scaffa students receive a masterclass in ice cream and gelato using equipment from one of Italy's best-known manufacturers. To expand our influence all around the world, we need to show to end users how our machine works. And find out how a former student returned to the fold in Pakistan, this time as a culinary instructor. When I knew that I had to take my first class, it was very intimidating also in a way because I'm, I was here as on the other side of the table. Now I'm on this side of the table and people are looking up to me to give them instructions. If you've enjoyed this episode, good news, there's another four to come. So why not subscribe and give us a five-star review so more future chefs can listen in. If you'd like to find out more about Scaffa, you can check out their website, scaffa.ae. Scaffa is spelt S-C-A-F-A. Or follow them on Instagram at scaffa.dubai. Scaffa also has a culinary school in Lahore, Pakistan. You can find them online at scaffa.pk or follow on Instagram at scaffa.lahore. You can follow me at Ray's Menu. Until next time, happy cooking.